life, sex, goals, and oh, hell knows, this is Midlife Craving. Happy fucking new year. I don't know about you guys. I am so glad that 2020 is over. It's 2021. We're going to do all the things. Just kidding. It's the same bitch, just a different year. (laughs) Uh, I am so excited. I have my first guest on the show, my gay husband, Zach. (laughs) I have waited a long time to have a gay husband, you guys. I've always wanted one and I was patient and you came along. I don't know if you want to share the story about how we met. (laughs) Um, so the craziest day of my probably professional life. So I was a young, nubile ingenue in this company. I go in to get my badge, my desk, all that kind of stuff. And I meet a whirlwind of a woman. That's me. Yeah, that, that, that's Adrian. <laughs> so we're in our office and within five minutes, she has basically slapped me in the face with a dick and said, this is my life. It's big, by the way. It, it is. It I is. It's, she, she, got, she got the big dick energy. <laughs> and so within the first five minutes, I hear all about her divorce, her sex life, which, by the way, I'm not approved by any means, but I was blushing. But yeah, we, that's, that's how we met. We met in the first five minutes. She's like, you're my person. I'm yeah. going to like you a lot. <laughs> yeah. and I think I'm going to keep you. <laughs> four years later, here we are. I know. You know, I came out of the closet at 16 and she has me down in her closet now. She put me back, guys. You don't like my podcast closet? I do. It is. It's very homey. It's, it's, it is. It reminds it's... me of my childhood. <laughs> oh, God. There's probably a lot to say about that. Lots. So uh, how was your holiday? It was uneventful. We're in the process of moving. So my house is mm. bare bones. You know, I usually <laughs> go big for the holidays. And this year we went very, we had a very nice ceramic tree. How about yours? Oh, good. Uh, I went to Disney World. And I didn't get the invite. <laughs> I feel like I was cheated on. I do. Oh, listen, I had such a great time. And skipping Christmas was the best thing that I did all year. Christmas it really the was. Kings, one of my favorite movies. It was, it was amazing. I have some funny stories, though. You know, I do not know how to do Disney at all. Like I go there and I just find lines, the end of the line, which there were not many lines right now. Like if you love Disney, now is the time to go to Disney. Anyway, so I get in the lines and I think, hmm, wonder what this will do. And so that it was working because it was, you know, it was fun. It was exciting because every new ride, it was like we didn't know what to expect. And most of the time that paid off and we had a fabulous time. But at Epcot, next to the test track ride, it's like the NASA experience. You can and they, tell people it was the teacups. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Dumbo ride. She couldn't <laughs> handle the flying elephants. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, what was it? I forget. It was called the NAS experience. I don't know. So they remind you like 15 times before you go in. If you have motion sickness, if you have issues with spinning. And I was thinking, I can handle this shit, bro. I, we have heard about your sex life. Yeah. I Listen, I got sick. I got fucking sick at Disney World. I was like dry heaving in a trash can. All these people were like, are you okay? I'm like, nothing to see here, folks. I mean, it was it was ugly. So that, that backfired on me. At, with Mickey the night before? <laughs> right. Partying well, let at me, Disney. Let me tell you, I was a hit at Disney World. I, I, I believe it. Yeah. With all the all the dads, uh, I was wearing my shirt with the big Santa Claus on it, saying, "There's some hoes in this house." I mean, that everybody loved that. I actually she it was, was basically funny. advertising, guys. Free yeah. advertisement. <laughs> yeah, it was funny how the single dads like they were attracted to me. They just like walked right over. So uh, the first day we got there, we spent at the pool, which by the way was so nice to get away from this freezing cold weather. Yeah, it was raining here. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> you're welcome. It's funny. I, I was thinking there, like you know, does is everyone like me? Because I was in the pool and there was this guy that was 
playing with his son and he was, he had a nice body and he was big and strong. And I was just like, I mean, we were definitely giving each other eyes, sizing each other up. And I was thinking, does everyone do that? Yes. Yeah. Everybody does that. <laughs> or is Subcon- it just me? Subconsciously or not, everybody looks at somebody and sizes them up. Sizes them up in any way that's important to them. For you at sex, for me, I like to judge if, what kind of underwear they yeah. wear. <laughs> But I, Are I, they like, boxes of weaves? I, I need to know. I feel like my freakometer is always going off, like no matter where I am. And I was looking at this guy and I was like, he fucks. I mean, he was he was good looking. And then he went over to his wife that made vanilla ice cream look exciting. And I was like, mm, and that's how they can get me. That's who you marry. That's the people that you end up with. You know, it's the mismatch of these relationships. So but I did meet this awesome single dad. He had his two kids with him and we palled around for most of the morning and it was so cute. He was absolutely adorable and he was very nice and our kids got along great. And towards like the third ride, he looked at me and he said, do you want to hop on my reservations tonight? And I was thinking, mm, talk Disney to me, baby. I mean, is there a the better Disney version to slide into my DMs? Yes. Like, is there a better pickup line for when you're at Disney World? But he was so nice and he was just way too kind for me. Like, I was like, listen, like I was thinking one hour of conversation with me sitting across from me at a table, your mind will be blown and I don't want to hurt you like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I passed. I mean, Disney is but it was magical. So let's, let's, let's not kill anybody. Right, right. <laughs> Even the egos. So let's talk about reasons why I feel every woman needs a gay husband like you. <laughs> let's talk all about you. So one thing. My I, favorite thing. Yeah. So the one thing I love most is you are completely honest with me. You have nothing but the truth to tell me when I ask you about things and I love that about you. So I feel like that's just a thing for friendship but I especially think for a gay man and a straight woman like there's no there's there's no pretense like we're not trying to get into each other's pants we're not trying to impress one another so we really truly can be honest with one another and you know my view of friendship is it should be easy to be with that person. Right. And you know we especially are both very blunt we're very honest Mm -hmm. you know what you see is what you get if you don't like it bag of dicks for you to talk later like (laughs) I don't care. You don't For like sure. me. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I'm the exact same no matter if you're a CEO or same with the me. janitor mm-hmm. cleaning the bathrooms. That gets me in trouble sometimes, though. <laughs> it has it has gotten me a, a scowl or two. But but I will say, you know, I'll ask a girlfriend, you know, what do you think? How the, you know, the, how does this look on me? And they're like, oh, my God, it looks great. And oh, my God, you should totally dye your hair back brown. And it's like, bitch, no, I shouldn't. Like, you know, you would never you'd be like, no, don't ever dye your hair back brown. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that you look fat in the dress. <laughs> then we're going to go pick out a better dress. Right. Um. <laughs> And that and that's what I feel like a lot of women need in their life because you know men are trying to get in their pants and women mm-hmm. are trying to be competition. Yes, the Again, competition is real. With, with me, it's like you offer me nothing but friendship. Right. So I can be honest with you, and you know I'm not gonna be like, girl, you know, put down the fifth egg bowl, but I'm gonna be like. <laughs> Well, if you're trying to go on a diet, like, well, let's order the spring rolls. Right, which I'm on a diet right now. No carbs. No carbs through February. I don't know if I can make it. I'm going to try really hard, though. You and me both. I, let's, <laughs> I think everyone. These are the New Year's resolutions, right? It's, it's not even – It's the, <laughs> the, let's get over COVID. Like, everybody – like, freshman 15, be damned. I have, like, the COVID 20. I know. Oh, like, God. COVID got me right right in the waistline. We could do it. We can. We can. <laughs> I'm, I'm going strict keto. Mm, well, that's kind of like what I'm doing, too. But, oh, fuck diets. I hate diets. I want to eat a burger and drink some beer. Yes. 
Yes, and cake, all the cake. Oh my God, by the way, back to the Disney, I'm the best fucking packer for Disney ever. My backpack had a six pack of Bud Light everywhere I went and no one said shit to me. They don't even check your bags. Like, and it was funny. Like, maybe that's why I was so popular with the dads. Like, I'm cracking a beer and it's like all these heads turn, you know? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the mating call of the shape man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the second reason why I love you as my gay husband is because you are the best resource when it comes to planning parties, hosting events. I mean, you always come to my parties early. You're always the last one to leave and help me. And I love that about you. Well, you know, I always feel like you should be a good guest at somebody's party. And I also feel like if you're inviting people over to your house, you should be a good host. Like, I feel like the art of entertaining is mm-hmm. lost. Like, people are like, I don't want to be a hostess. It's like, but if you're inviting somebody over to your house, you should invite them over to an experience. Yeah. You know, the last party I really had before COVID, we had a spa party. I hired a butler. I oh, hired yes. A Let's talk about therapist. this party. We we should. We should. Um. So, I like I said, I hired a massage therapist. And um, he um, massaged a little bit more of Adrian than everybody else. He got dinner and a show with me. And there was a lot to show. (laughs) So, oh my God, you guys, this is a funny ass story. So Zach has spa night. It was, it was seriously really nice. Good food. We all had what? I think it was a 20 minute massage. I think about 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. It was a, a chair massage, neck, back, head, shoulder. Yeah. So I go up and he's like, you know, it shows me the chair and he's like, you know, you can be, and I'm like, well, I'm fucking taking everything off. Like, what's the point of getting a massage if your bra's sitting there? Right. And just so you know, Adrian and I have, I haven't even gotten a couple of massages with my husband. <laughs> yeah. Adrian and I have had a couple of massages and I've just. Full titties. That's right. That was the first time you got to see my tits. That was great, right? Yeah, it it was. It was. It was. It solidified me being gay, but they were impressive. (laughs) You know, I don't have any problems with being naked. So I was like, you know, I sat down, was totally relaxed and everything was going good. And then about 15 minutes into it, he was like, lift your arms. And I was thinking like, there's the place for my hands to go here. I was like, okay. And so I lift my arms up and he says, hmm, look at you. And I was like, fuck me. I'm like, fucking being molested right now. And he's like, not like he wasn't completely grabbing my tits, but he was definitely like cupping them. And I was thinking like this, I feel awkward. He with was my in the arms side, up. the side, the side, yeah, the side move thing. And I was just like, mm. and I mean that my tits were out like, and it's bright. It was bright in there. Like, it's not like anything was hidden away, but I remember I went downstairs and all the girls, I was like, Hey, like any of you guys put your hands up? And they're like, no. And then I asked, did anyone get naked? And they're all, it was a resounding no. So, just so you guys just, know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, So at the end of the party, we had about 40, 45 minutes left for the massage there because I was paying by the hour. And he's like, I can bring in my tape. I'm like, you don't have to tell me twice. Yeah. So I get a 40 minute massage. He was in a good mood because he's seen my titties. Yeah. But it was, (laughs) I mean, he was like, I appreciate this. It's like, I get paid to touch titties. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he gave me a massage. And by the time I came downstairs, the butler put all the food away. And wash all the dishes. Yes. That's the way to have a party. That is the way to have a party. Massage therapist. Maids, butler butler service, whatever you can get. And it it wasn't, it wasn't expensive. It's just me. It it was very affordable. Well, the way that I throw parties is I feel that you need to have a plan and a purpose for your guests to do certain things. So in my garage, you're going to have beer pong, flip cup, you know, bring back the old college games. That's my kind of speed. And then in my kitchen, you're going to have drinking Jenga. And then in my. Which if you guys want to play it inappropriate. (laughs) game play drinking jenga at adrian's house so fun though i (laughs) fucking love that game the the best is edward scissors hand we have to use knives for the rest of the game right instead of your fingers or act out a sex position i love that one crane call yes which the problem with that is (laughs) call the id is a thing now 
Oh, no. I was saying act out a sex position where you have to get up and, like, show a sex position right there. Oh, we do have prank calling. Um, We have pull out somebody's chest hairs. I mean, there's some wild shit that happened yes. in that game. I love that game. I travel with that game. You know, you guys know me, and I love my games, and sex games especially. So, anyway, then I like to have my living room to be, you know, like the... Full all I wanna, Yeah, all I want to do is zoom, 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 and you're boom, boom. Like, they have it, like, the dance floor or whatever. The and bathroom, then, she wants to have a slip and slide. <laughs> Let's tell that story. So <laughs> the first party I go to at Adrian's house. Now, mind you, I have been warned by various people. Um, I think the Pope called and was like, you guys, let's let's talk about this. So I meet two very important people in Adrian's life that night. I meet Prince Charming for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dressed up as a bottle of... Fireball. Fireball, mm-hmm. which appropriate. Yeah. Um, and he proceeds to tell me as he comes out of the bathroom that, and I quote, a Peter flap. Um... <laughs> So yeah, his costume hung down below his <laughs> below me down there, and apparently he let the flap go a this, little too soon. Listen, this is when the night started getting real wild. Th- this was about seven o'clock at night. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it, it was it was at least eight thirty. Yeah. Um. Let's give yeah. But yeah, I mean, Prince Charming, good name. It was it was charming evening. Yeah. And then her friend Katina, who you will, I'm sure, be introduced to at some point yes. in this podcast, is dressed up like Ace Ventura. Ca- no, she was, well, she was a cowboy. Oh, right. But then she lost the shirt. Right, right, yeah. right. So she kind of looked like Ace Ventura because she had like some sort of a tutu thingy on. Yes. And the insane asylum scene. So I'm leaving. It's like 1130. <laughs> like I have to drive home and people are getting like nuts. Shit faced. So I <laughs> go to say goodbye to Adrian and I hear her and this girl cackling in the bathroom like drunken fools so katina had projectile vomited full-on exorcist all over adrian's powder room and they are slipping and sliding in this like it is 1999 and they're having the best time i think i was chasing a roll of paper towels yes and i i go guys you need to like you're gonna fall and like bust your head i was like i'll clean this up no no i got it i'm everything's good yeah so i left (laughs) Because I was like, yeah, I th- I don't get paid enough for this. And we, it was early in Adrian and I's relationship. Like, yeah. We had maybe gone on like three dates. No, no rings had been right. given to one another. <laughs> there were no promissory notes made. We didn't have life insurance in each other. So I wasn't involved that much. But I was like, it lived. that party lived up to all of its height. Oh, yeah. I remember four people threw up. I, I also remember that there was no working bathroom at one point. So I went out back. And I'm like peeing. I mean, I'll pee anywhere. I don't give a fuck. But like I was peeing in my backyard. And so I don't remember- invite over for Dinner, guys. <laughs> I, yeah. I remember people were like, "Are you, you have bathrooms? You like, what's going on?" And I was just like, "They're awful." <laughs> oh my god! I think the worst of that party was the next morning when you like saw the wreckage. Oh my god! And then my kid comes home like two days later, and she's like, "It smells like throw up in here." I'm like, yeah, and guys, "Wow, this, this is not like house. a trailer park house. Yeah. Like <laughs> th- th- this, this is not like." Hey, yeah. come on over here and get you some. Like no. it is. It's very. It's a very nice house. Thank very you. nice neighborhood. Yeah. And then it Try was just some full-on <laughs> shenanigans. I know, but it's, it's so fun to let it rip like that, though. I mean, that you was know, a fun I mean, party. I mean, I saw white women dance in ways I never thought I'd ever see anybody dance. Um, <laughs> white women not having rhythm is a thing, guys. Not uh, everybody, but some. It's not my thing. It, no, you, you have rhythm. Yes. I mean, as many of your sexual partners will probably attest to. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Moving on from a Tuesday. Right. Okay. So so moving on from all of my partying ways, another reason why I absolutely 
love having you as my gay husband is I feel like we're the same in relationships. And one of the things we talk about most is equality in relationships. Absolutely. So I'm talking about the way you divvy up tasks with your partner. The love language is that you have to listen to, that you give and that you receive, you know? Yeah, I think it's really important when you are in any relationship, whether it be work, family, friends, lovers, you know, no one person can feel that they are giving everything but receiving nothing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, especially a lot of women, they fight to keep their man. And it's like, and that's great. Like you should always fight for a relationship, but you shouldn't fight for a relationship that isn't fighting for you. Right. And, you know, I made the epic mistake with Prince Charming of, you know, I had those rose colored glasses on and I was so happy and oh my God, my happily ever after. And I waited on him hand and foot. And that was a huge mistake. You know, after a while, you're doing all the shopping, all the cooking, all the cleaning. And then, oh, let me go upstairs and allow me to take care of you now again. And even me, the nympho that I am, I'm like, fuck, like I'm not getting anything out of this. You know, like I am am doing all the work and not getting anything in return. And that sucks. So I've had to now break him of all his habits the things that he's gotten used to because I'm like hold up this ain't working for me no more so if you're in a relationship and you find yourself doing that like try to make that stop because trust me the earlier the better you know I think one of the best pieces of relationship advice I ever got was there are two types of people in the world there are people who feel like they have to work for something and people who feel like Mm -hmm. they've settled. Mm -hmm. If you're in a relationship where both of you feel like you have to work for something, Mm -hmm. it's a longer lasting relationship because you're both equally invested in fighting. Whereas if one person feels like they don't have to fight, they've settled. And fuck settling, by the way. Like, fuck that. And you can tell and you can tell when your partner is settled. Like mm-hmm. when like little things start sliding, very soon big things are gonna start sliding. But oh, you went at what for your anniversary? Attention? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um so and I it affects the bedroom. It affects it the bedroom. It one hundred percent because mm-hmm. you just start you start looking at that person and be like, you know, I could fuck you or I could fucking kill you. Yeah. It's really up to you. <laughs> That's that's kind of, that's kind of how life is. <laughs> it's, it's so true. And let's face it, women, men are dumb enough to where you could be like, oh yeah, I want to tie you up tonight, and be like, I don't know why this knife is in your chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell. You know that is. I think that's too. Like when you do the whole settling thing, like, and I think every relationship evolves into like the comfort and stuff like that. But I hate the settling thing, and I think that's a big problem that I have in relationships. You know that I, in every relationship that I've ever had is because when it comes to the bedroom, I don't ever want to settle. Mm-hmm. I remember me and Prince Charming gotten like this rut right and it was probably like four times in a row where it was at night in bed you know suck my dick and then fuck a little bit uh, you know I'll be on top and then you finish me always on top and then roll over and go to bed and I'm like fuck this like after the fourth time of it I'm like oh hell no like I'm this is fucking boring we're not doing that we're not going there and so one of the things I said is I laid down a rule I was like no sex in the bedroom for 30 days like, I don't care where you fuck me. You can fuck me in the kitchen, in the bathroom, on the front porch, which, oh, the back porch. That's like my favorite thing to do. Like, we can fuck outside. I don't care. It cannot be in the fucking bedroom. You know, like, you have to find ways to keep things exciting, keep things interesting. Because let's be real. Like, most people, I mean, me, I think to myself, like, same penis the rest of my life. Like, what? Fuck me, you know, like that's hard for me to grasp sometimes. So I have to keep it fresh or I don't know, we get bored. Well, <laughs> I, I can't, like, I can't handle it. But I feel like when women are in a relationship, you know, guys, and let's face it, guys are greedy, guys are pigs. And being in a gay relationship, like you, you have to kind of think about, well, like no guy's going to be blue ball. Like no guy's going to be okay with being blue ball. Mm-hmm. So ladies don't like, you got to fight for your right to, for an orgasm. Like, it, like, let me tell you, if he's a two hum Trump and he finishes after five seconds, you shove his face down there and tell him he ain't coming up for a breath. Yeah. 
until yeah. you fucking reach the O. I agree. I, I definitely have the male equivalent of blue balls. Like if I don't if I don't finish, like I'm fucking pissed. So you better believe uh, if you're not giving it to me, I'm gonna give it to myself, and you're gonna sit there and watch. <laughs> you right, know, and make him a part of that. Be like, if you gotta pull out a, a fucking oh, absolutely. rabbit, you better get put it in his hand and show him what he what you, you know, want. I've, I've never had a, I never had that rabbit. I maybe should buy that. I've had like every rabbit, but you know well, now I mean, Captain Morgan Captain, take care of. Oh, Captain. You know I I actually saw him in the shower before he came over. Uh, That's why it's such a good movie. I know. I I fucking love him. I don't th- and I need to like branch out in the toy world, but I don't really want to because I love Captain so much. So the same penis worries <laughs> you, but the same vibrator. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't think about that. <laughs> Pots yeah. and kettles, man. Mm, um, mm. I don't know. That's interesting. Oh, my God. Well, let's talk about, you know, also, I think feel like gay sex is a whole different, like, realm of, you know, you have to, it's not just, you know, let's let's get it in. Like, there's a lot of preparation that comes with that. Absolutely. First <laughs> off, you have to, can't eat spicy food. Oh, no, God. No Mexican, which is, unfortunately, mine and my husband's favorite type of cuisine. But Oh, me too. You know, and a lot of straight guys, they want anal sex because, I mean, it is a tight hole. Mm-hmm. But a lot of straight guys have no idea what any of that means. Right. And, like. Ladies, you do not let a guy just ram up in there. Mm-mm. Like it, the, the, you are not bursting out like a fucking clown on a cake. There's preparation. Yeah. There's proper lubrication. And oh, like, by the way, can we talk about lube really quick? There yes. is nothing fucking wrong with lube. In fact, everyone should have lube in their bedroom. Absolutely. And there is no shame. I mean, I do have a wet ass pussy, but I use okay, lube. Okay, Yeah, I mean, seriously, like I I love lube. There's nothing wrong with, with using lube. People are so turned off by that and they think, oh my God, I don't have everything going on down there if I have to use lube. Like, no, like if you're fucking for more than 30 minutes, that's a long time. Like use- Yeah, the, that friction hurts. Yes, like while. use lube for a reason. Now, I have only had anal sex one time. And yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, something, this is hysterical because I went to a bar two weeks ago with my friend and we it was like karaoke night or whatever. And I walk up to the bar and I ask the bartender, I'm like, what's your name? And he's like, Johnny. And I'm like, hmm, my first anal is with a guy named Johnny. And I swear to God, this guy almost fell over. And my friend was like, Jesus fucking Christ, Adrian. I'm like, what? It was. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And you you'll know? never forget that bartender's I, name. I did it. I, I knew his name the whole night. I was now, like, did Johnny. you call him back to a do- Johnny yeah. the whole night? <laughs> no. <laughs> But I did have anal sex one time. It was in college. And you know what? I didn't hate it. But he also knew what he was doing. And it, it was it was good for me. I don't think I'll ever do it again. I have attempted and it didn't go as well. But with him, it did. Well, I mean, like I said, the guy has to know what he's doing. Like, there has to be a lot of foreplay. Like I said, that is not a self-lubricating right. slip and slide. Oh, God foreplay mm, let's talk about that. can we just take one moment yes. why that is not a law lo- that should never be something that's lost foreplay is so fucking important well it's the intimacy like right. sex is yes an intimate act but I feel like kissing is so much I mean look if Vivian didn't do it in Pretty Woman like there's a reason because it's probably one of the most intimate things yes and, you know having your man explore your body and exploring his body it's like mm-hmm. finding like what spot gives you that ooh feeling <laughs> For me, it's the back of my neck, like the the far back side of my neck. Like it's like fucking get in there. Yeah. Like tongue, teeth, lips. I like having my titties sucked. That's my thing. I mean, I like other places suck too, but you know, this is the PG thirteen show. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, no, no. I actually like the the inner of my thighs. Like hmm. that, that is okay. just it's just it's it's very Ooh. tender and. Oh, before I forget, I want to ask you, what do you crave in bed? What do I crave in bed? So I probably crave, like I said, I I like the kissing aspect. I like the exploration. I mean, you know, sex is great, and you know, orgasms are always great. Mm-hmm. But you know, that build up it makes it so much better. So, so like, you like I said, kissing. Okay. I, I I I crave like. Passionate kissing. 
Man, it's so it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm the complete opposite. I'm not a real. I'm not really into kissing and in, when I'm fucking. Oh no, no, not when I'm fucking beforehand. Okay, th- but that's like the part that you crave the most. Yeah, okay, like that, got that, it. That to me is the the buildup is better sometimes than the like hmm. explosion. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm not a I'm not a big and you know Prince Charming. He's a lover. He is, and I'll never forget like the first couple of times we had sex. Like when he's like, you know, I love you. I'm like, oh no, no, don't fucking say that. Like you're ruining it. Like, I'm definitely uh, unique. I will say, (laughs) during sex, and this is one thing, like, my husband isn't as, it's probably more like Prince Charming, he's not as comfortable. Like, Mm -hmm. you can talk dirty to me. Like, if I gag a little, like, I am the biggest shit talker there is. Oh, my God. If my, my, I want my throat to be hurting the next day. Like, I'll I'll put Ariana Grande and walk side to side. Like, fucking, like, if you're, if you're, like, fucking me, fuck me. I know. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. I, I love shit talking. I'm all about that. I'm like, come in that fucking pussy, bitch. Oh, my God. And I love, like, my throat fucked. I'm into all that shit. Yeah. No, Mm, I, definitely. like, Like I said, once we get past, like, the, soft supple intimate part it's like yeah (laughs) so for me i feel like uh for foreplay god what do i like the most i'm not a huge kisser so i think i guess like titty sucked uh definitely licking my clit i mean that's a huge thing for me yeah we heard about the game last last episode (laughs) i love that game you should play that game have you tried to play that game well you know i don't have a clit to lick (laughs) you can pull those cards out All right, so I have a new segment I'm going to call Ask Me Anything, and I put it out there on my Instagram page, and a couple of you have asked a couple of questions, and so Zach, you're going to read them to me, and I'll answer. Okay, first question. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite position? Mm, I have to pick just one. I mean, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. You're a grown woman. Ain't nobody need Mm. to tell you what to do. You don't have to, but let's keep it short and sweet. (laughs) Okay, uh, you know, I, I... I think this is kind of easy for me. This is the one that I always like to go to. I like for the man to be standing on the edge of the bed and I'll have my heels resting on his shoulders. Heels to heaven. Yes. And I want him to be absolutely destroying my pussy while his hands are around my throat choking me. So just mild asphyxiation. Yeah. You know, I'm really into breath play. Mr. July, by the way, was the best at that perfect amount of pressure he was super strong and built and he can like he could do any move um and he would also i mean this man was so talented oh mr july he would stand at the edge of the bed have my heels on his shoulders be fucking me senselessly one hand on my throat and the other hand rubbing my clit i've had multiple orgasms that way god bless that man so okay, he can next... multitask yes not, a multitasker. Not, not, not most men can do that i know i know <laughs> mr july wherever you are yeah. you made women happier across america yeah. <laughs> So the second question is, when did you lose your virginity? Oh, my. Um, she was 27. I was, oh, my. You know, I actually have, like, a, a unique story when it comes to that. I fell in love with the boy next door. Crazy. It's unique. I know. Yeah. It was, uh, so it was with the boy next door. I was 16 years old. He was also, fun fact, my first kiss in the side yard of my parents' house. <laughs> And he was an amazing kisser, too. So my first time was with him. You know, I don't even know if he knew it was my first time. I'm sure he did. Uh, He was three years older than me. But I'll never forget that his mom the next morning was so pissed because I guess we had woken her up with our little sexual act. And she was driving. I remember she had to drive me to work the next day. I was working at the baby gap. (laughs) She was like, I didn't get any sleep last night. And I was like, "Mm, sorry. Yeah. First fuck. <laughs> yep. So it wasn't the first time I lost my virginity. It was the first time I really started messing around. It was actually mm-hmm. with my brother's best friend. Oh, my God. He was now apparently straight, even though he was the well, pursuer. But Prince Charming is my best friend's brother. So, you know, keep it in the family. Yeah, right? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. 
Oh, God. Well, there's, there's a, a lot a wrong with that. something wrong with that. Um, most states, that's illegal, but yeah. we're, not, we're not in West Virginia, so no offense to people in West Virginia. It's a joke. Next, do you have a Snapchat? All the ladies want to know if the husbands are Snapchatting you. Uh, he, yeah. The kids want me to get a Snapchat. I do not have a Snapchat because I feel like I'm too old for Snapchat. I mean, isn't that like a cheating app where you send someone a picture of your pussy and then it like quickly deletes? I don't even know. Look, I'm a little bit younger than you are, and I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I'm still ancient on Facebook. Like, Insta what? Uh, yeah, I know. You need to get on Instagram, though. But I already use Instacart. Oh Same thing, God, right? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no. So, no, I don't have a Snapchat. I'm kind of nervous to get one. Mm, I've, I've actually gotten a couple of dick pics, oh, probably more than I should mention, in the last week. And I'm like, hmm. Which, you know, that brings me another thing. And I'll have an episode on this. But, guys, like, you got to have some organic work up to that. You can't just, like, send a picture of your cock in their face. Like, it's just not a good look. Well, think about it. What if a woman were to walk into your house, you just slap him in the face of your dick. I mean, Adrian did to me when we I, first met, but <laughs> that's not usually how you introduce yourself. Like, right? A nice, like, shirtless, like, just waist up. Pick yeah, or maybe nice. like a hi. How are you? I don't know. This a dick pic in your face. It's like, oof. Okay. Uh, hmm. Nice make, to meet you. And make sure there's some grooming happening before. D- listen, don't even get me started on that. I'm, I'm gonna have Lauren on next week, and I'm gonna be talking a lot about that. So, but no, I don't have a Snapchat. I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't feel like I would know what to do with it. <laughs> well, you have to have a lot of free time to do it. Yeah. I, hit me up on, uh, on Instagram. <laughs> right. Midlife uh, craving. <laughs> and lastly, have you ever taken a dip in the lady pond? Any girl on girl action mm. in your vast escapades? You know, I hate to disappoint, but I need a D where they have a V. That's my thing. I have kissed girls. Now, I mean, who hasn't? I know my high school best friend, her and I, I remember we were at, was it Bohaggers? I think it was called back in the day. And it was New Year's Eve. And this guy was like, I'll pay your tab if you guys make out. We were like broke college kids. I was like, fuck yeah. So I think we had to make out for like two minutes. I think that was the most making out I've ever done with a girl. But other than that, no. And to be honest, uh, I don't think I would be too interested. I just, I'm very greedy when it comes to dick. Like, I mean, I would do two guys at the same time, anytime, but I don't think I could go with the girls. I can no see offense, you doing ladies. a devil seat threesome. Oh, my God. You know, that's the one regret that I have after I got divorced and then reconnected with Prince Charming. I never got my two-on-one. Ugh. A dick in my mouth and a dick in my pussy is like my dream come true. It truly, really is. <laughs> Isn't it everyone's? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. Mm, sounds delicious. All right, my gay, loving, adoring husband, I just want to thank you so much for being my first guest on my show. I'm glad I could pop your cherry. Oh, I like that. You know, I'll be back in two weeks with my girl, Lauren, and we're going to be talking a lot about sex. She is wild. You guys are going to love her. And we're going to have a new segment called Just the Tip. So that's going to be fun. All right. So, Zach, let's go grab a bottle of champagne, pop that bitch, and cheers to the new year. Right? Fuck 2020. Bring in 2021. <laughs> that's right. Cheers, bitches. Cheers.